Welcome to Salisbury University on the Air, a program highlighting the activities and the people of the campus. I'm your host, Susan Purnell. As we count down the final days of summer, the SU campus and surrounding areas are becoming more and more active. Students are moved in, some returning, and others for their first year at SU as freshmen or transfers. There's another new face on campus this year, too, as SU welcomes its 10th president, Dr. Carolyn Ringer Lepree, who began in July. She joins me today to talk about her background, why the position at SU was attractive to her, and what she'd like to accomplish during her tenure. President Lepree, thank you for joining us. My pleasure, my pleasure. So I understand your last position was at Radford University. Yes. Is that right? That is right. In Virginia. Correct. Am I right? Tell us a little bit more about your background. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, as you said, I'm, well, first of all, let me start by saying thank you so much for the invitation to be here. Absolutely. I'm so excited to be Can't here. Can't think of anybody we'd rather be talking to. <laughs> well, it's kind of you to say. I am so excited to be at Salisbury University and in the Salisbury community in the Eastern Shore. My path to get here has been um, an exciting one. I, as you mentioned, I, I came here from Radford University, where I had served as the provost and then the interim president last year. Mm -hmm. uh, before that, I'm, I really consider myself a native New Yorker. I've spent the bulk of my career at a university called Marist College in Poughkeepsie, New York, um, in the Hudson River Valley. And um, it was a wonderful path. I've really worked my way up through academics and am excited to be looking at things from the presidential level here to be able to work with this incredible group of people on moving this university forward. So what is it about SU that attracted you the most? So many things, so many things. I think in some ways it was love at first sight. Maybe that's a silly way of putting it, but that's, I think, how it I felt. get it. I'm a native. It? Yeah. I love it here. <laughs> the, I think the thing that attracted me the most, on beyond the fantastic academics, the reputation, it was the strong sense of community. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen that not only in the materials, in the uh, people that I've met, but just the spirit of the place. And from the moment I stepped foot on campus, the question I was asked most often was, is what can I do to help you? And I thought, how would anyone not want to be a part of a community where the first thing they want to do is see what they can do to make you feel more comfortable and more welcomed? And so I think those are the, those are the, the yeah. immediate things that attracted that's a, me to That's this. a really Eastern Shore thing. I yeah. think people do truly care about their neighbors. Here. Yes, yes. So. I see that. I see that very yeah. much. So. Yeah. Now, how are you planning on spending your first year here? Mm. I think the most important thing that I can do right now is listen, is, is meet people, mm -hmm. be out and about, get out of my office. There's mm -hmm. a, a tendency when you start a new job to think I have to sit at my desk and I have to do a lot of reading and answer a lot of emails. And I think for me, it's almost the exact opposite. I want to be out. I want to be meeting people, learning more about the place and not trying to make the place adapt to me but for me to learn about the place so I can see how I can best be of help and advantage to furthering our mission, which is student success. Yes. I know Dr. White did that as well. He, yes. I think he called it his listening tour. Exactly. And I thought exactly. that was just a great idea. Yeah, exactly. and, and I think you're right. You do have to get out because you don't want to be perceived as the person who just sits behind your desk. Either. You want to you know, be perceived as the accessible president, you know, and, I, and I'm sure you will be. I can just Absolutely. tell that you really will be. <laughs> um, do you, should people expect any drastic changes? No, no, certainly not right now. There's so much good at Salisbury mm -hmm. University. I don't, I wouldn't even know where to begin in starting to talk about it. There are 
I'm not sure to a fault. I've met an individual who doesn't love what they do, mm -hmm. who isn't completely committed to the mission of, of helping our students, and who isn't just driven to go from great to greater. And I think that's the kind of, of spirit that makes it such an exciting place to be joining is, is nobody's resting on their victories or mm -hmm. on their laurels. It's, okay, we've succeeded here. Now what are we going to do to move this needle even better and make it even stronger and, and more welcoming to the community and to help our students achieve their dreams. You've kind of answered my next question, mm. which was, what is the most impressive thing mm. that you have found so far in your short time here? Sure. Well, the people, for the sure. People. And I think I've tried to touch yeah. on that already is the, mm -hmm. the people are the heart and soul of what makes a university tick. And when you have people who are focused and driven on their jobs, uh, it, it makes it the most exciting place in the world, in my opinion, to, mm -hmm. to be able to spend a life and, and certainly a, a, a job or a career. Uh, but look at our students, the accomplishments of our students. And I would hate to, to finish this interview and not have said, pay attention to Salisbury University students. These are, these are kids who are going to change the world. And they're not kids. I have, is, I have 19 year old twins, so I feel like I can call them kids because my children are that age. Oh, they're but twins. They are. I didn't realize they are. That. They uh -huh. are. Um, they are smart. They are focused. They have great civic engagement interests. Mm -hmm. They want to help solve the world's problems. And in the events that I've been able to attend so far, I'm hearing from them their ideas and how they want to not only help uh, themselves, but help their peers and help the entire community. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know much about the history of the relationship between mm -hmm. SU and the community, mm -hmm. but um, when I moved back here in 95, um, I got to tell you, it wasn't great. Mm. I mean, it really mm -hmm. wasn't great. Mm -hmm. And your two predecessors have done a terrific job in turning that around. Mm -hmm. um, what are your thoughts about the relationship between SU and the community and where it should go and mm -hmm. where it is? Yeah, I, I think it's critical. I mm -hmm. think it's critical that, that a university that sits in its namesake city works together with the community, the leaders of, of the city, to make sure that we're we're working in a symbiotic kind of relationship. There are a lot of things that a university can do for a community, mm -hmm. whether it's workforce development, helping students want to stay, which helps elevate the whole, the whole community, or whether it's with um, arts events, cultural events, just sort of being that welcoming place, that resource for, for the local community. And I, I see that. I see the efforts that, that Dr. Dudley Eschbach and, and Dr. White have made to, to push our students outside the walls. It's very easy sometimes for a student mm -hmm. to be caught in that bubble, right? Mm -hmm. The university bubble where they never leave that, that perimeter of the campus. And I think they have to. They have to get out and experience. Are there any requirements life? for community service or anything like that? Or is it just something that they just do? I think by and large, it's what they just do. Mm -hmm. We have a brand new core curriculum that's coming into play in 2024, I believe. <laughs> um, and, and I think there are, there's going to be more of that sort of diversity, inclusion, civic engagement rolled into our new, our new core curriculum. But a lot of them are just driven to do it. I met a student yesterday who's the SGA president for civic engagement, and she has fantastic ideas about how to get students more engaged with the local community. Um, I do see it more, more and more. Yeah. Um, with internships, for example, yes. uh, that a lot of I do think a lot of the programs do require an internship, and and that gets the SU students into the community. Yes. And then again, 
kind of feeds that re relationship. Yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. Somebody described when I was interviewing for the position that there are colleges that live in towns and there are college towns and that there's a there's a distinctiveness to mm -hmm. being a college town where everybody's working together to try to, to serve the betterment of all. And I see that in Salisbury. I see it happening now. And certainly there's always room for, for growth and improvement. I do too. Um, so can we expect to see you at some of the events? Oh, absolutely. There's so much. There's so many. <laughs> it really is. I, usually around this time of year, I'm talking with the music department and the mm -hmm. theater department about all of the upcoming events in, in the fall. Um, you just can't miss certain things. There, yeah. There's so much talent yeah. here that I can't wait for you to discover. Mm. Um, if anybody ever says there's nothing to do in Salisbury, well then they just haven't even looked at the college because there's something every day going on, whether it's it's a seminar, or a speech of some sort, a musical event, there's so much going on. Yeah. And um, I'm just telling you now, go to everything you I can because there's so much to see. <laughs> there really is. I, I know you're gonna love it. Um, how do you hope to see SU evolve mm. from here? Well, I hope I hope that we continue to grow both in in academic excellence, which I think is part of the mission of our institution, is mm -hmm. to make sure that we're continuing to celebrate knowledge, new knowledge development. We have faculty and students who are working very hard on on really creating what sort of the next steps are in their own disciplines, moving their disciplines forward so mm -hmm. that we can be thought leaders. Uh, but I think we're just going to continue. I think we're going to continue to grow DEI efforts. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that's really critical to me is is that sense of belonging that one feels. We can want people to succeed and get good grades and do all those things, but if they don't feel comfortable and they don't feel like their voices are being heard and they don't feel included, they can't do their best work. Right. So I'd love to see the university continue, not just start because we're already you we're doing are. some great things, but continue to do that work of inclusive mm -hmm. belonging and making sure that no matter who you are, student, faculty, staff, community member, this is a place where you are both welcomed and appreciated for exactly who you are. So that's one of my key I'm great, grateful that you are continuing to put that as such mm -hmm. a high priority because, again, both of your predecessors have done so and yes. have, have really carved a good path there. Yes. Um, and, you know, but you're never really there. Right. You know, you, you, until There's 100% of the people are feeling completely at ease and comfortable with one another. And, yep. you know, our whole society has that same problem. So, it, you know, to look at it, you know, just from a college standpoint um, is really important, but we have to all look at it as a community. Definitely. A world. A world. We <laughs> are part of that actually, global community, We really right? are, and it's getting smaller yes. all the time. All the time. So um, I've been watching all the students come in because yes. where I am, I get to see them unpack if they're staying in uh, Seagull Square. Yes. And it's been a, a scream. <laughs> I we love we just stand there and watch them unloading it. I can't believe how much stuff they have. I think I went to college with like a suitcase. Right. I don't remember having all that stuff, right. but boy, they they do. Mm -hmm. uh, they're unpacking. I know they're excited, and I'm sure some of them are nervous, mm -hmm. particularly those who are transfer students or brand new students mm -hmm. to SU. Um, have any advice for them? Absolutely. I'm new too. That's and, true. Uh, yes. And, and when I spoke to them at convocation. This is your first semester. It is. It is. my first. This is just my first. I think I'm in my seventh week. Oh, gosh. Um, when I spoke to them at convocation, I said, you know, just know that there are a lot of people who are in the same boat, myself included. I think the biggest piece of advice I would give any new student, transfer, new freshman, is let people help you. 
don't be afraid to ask for help when you need it mm -hmm. and just get out there just like we've just been talking about get out there and and try and take advantage of all the different opportunities that a, a, an institution like Salisbury University has to offer if all they're doing is staying in their dorm room which might be the comfortable thing because it's safe they're not going to get that they're not going to get the full benefit of what being at a university is like so the the quick piece of advice is, is get out of your comfort zone push yourself out there and and i think they'll see what i've seen which is this is an incredibly welcoming inviting place that's focused on them and a nice place to live a wonderful place you know to i mean live. it's beautiful, it beautiful number one yes weather's good close yes. to the beach there's just not not much that isn't good to be said about yes. this area. Yeah. Now you just said you have twins. They're I both do. in college, right? They are. Okay, where do they go to school? Uh, one is at George Mason uh -huh. and one is at Savannah College of Art and Design. Oh, so my son went to Savannah. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, I, it's a great place to visit. It, it is. Oh, I'll have it to is. tell you the places to eat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my most important thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, absolutely. Oh, I love Savannah. Oh, that's just great. Yep. Yep. So, you know, you've had the experience of dropping your kids off at school yes. and, you know, a lot of parents are doing that now. Yes. What can you say to them in terms of tips for how to be a parent? Mm of children who have just started school. Yeah. It's hard. Mm -hmm. I know it's hard. And and I think actually there's a, maybe a genuineness to when I was meeting some of the parents on move-in day to be able to say, I actually do understand how you're feeling. And it's this crazy mix of pride and excitement and just, oh, I'm leaving my most precious my thing. Yes, yeah. with somebody else. And I hope yeah. that there's someone here who will care for them like I do. and. I get that, and I think that's what I try to get across is, is, is this is part of letting them grow up and trusting, try to trust in us because there are people here, and it's not just me, who will care for your students mm -hmm. like you care for them and want them to succeed. So I think I'd say to the parents, feel the way you're feeling, but let, it, let them go yeah. and let them, let, them, let, them, let them be with us. Sometimes you have to let them fall down a little bit, and that's also very hard to do. And I know this as a parent myself. Sometimes my first instinct is, I could fix this. I can swoop in and fix this. But this is a safe place to fail yeah. and to have that moment mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, how, did, how do I pick myself back up? Because that's how, they, that's how they become more independent. And that's what we all want is I have to tell independent you, kids. I guess I was a little sheltered. When my parents, I went to Gettysburg, and ah, my parents mm -hmm. dropped me off. And apparently, I wasn't there. I've never, I never saw my dad cry. But apparently, he pulled away, oh. and he pulled, he pulled into a parking lot, and he said to my mother, "You got to drive. I can't drive." Mm -hmm. And mom said she'd never seen him like that. <laughs> it, it was just, I was the oldest, mm -hmm. so you know, it was the first yep. leaving of the nest, yep. and um, and and he, he just, it was just so emotional. Yeah. I mean, he got over it, but I remember <laughs> I had like a stomach ache, maybe say two months in. Yeah. He comes up for the weekend with my doctor, of course. <laughs> with my doctor to see if I'm okay. Oh. I mean, you know, he was just so afraid that I wouldn't be taken care of in the yeah. way that, and you know the what, that he there were perfectly fine doctors on campus that could yeah. have taken care yeah. of me. Yeah. But so, you know, you do have to just mm -hmm. kind of let go. Yep. And um, it's hard. They they didn't it's want hard. to. My no, dad didn't want to. It. So I get I know it. it. It is. Wow. Yes. And I think you're right. The 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 parents of the students who are the oldest, and it's their first yeah. to drop off. Um, I think that that this sort of the, oh, 
okay, it's, I've done all the right things. I've tried to yeah, create this. But it's this, losing yes, control yes, too. Yes, you know, oh, yes, you know, what do yes, you mean? Because yes. I, I find, you know, when I once I finally did put my son at Savannah, mm -hmm. I remember I went uh, after that down to uh, with my mom down to Disney World, and okay. every day. I kept expecting him to call, and he wouldn't call. And I would call him and leave messages, nailing it back to me. You know, till something went wrong. Yep. Then I heard from. I was going to say, it's, <laughs> a, it's a good sign when they don't call you all the time. That's right. It's yes. really good if they're not calling you. But yes. you know, we, yes. we had a little little issue uh, early on, but uh, yeah. it, it, Savannah handled it perfectly. Good. And it all worked out great. And you're going to. Good. You know, it's great yeah. to visit yep. there. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yes. yes. Well, I really appreciate your being here with us My today. Pleasure. And, My pleasure. And uh, being able to introduce the people in the community to you. Absolutely. And I'm happy to be I here. wish you all the best in Thank your you. year ahead. Thank you. Mm -hmm. We're going to do it together. This is, this is the it. start of a, community of, a, of, a, thing. of a community thing. Absolutely. Exactly. Thank Thanks you for again, the Dr. Dupree. SU recently welcomed one of its largest and most diverse first-year classes. Let's take a look at their recent move-in experience at Salisbury University. As President LaPree mentioned, there are wonderful activities scheduled on campus as the semester begins. Let's take a look at what's happening this month. Thank you.
I'd like to thank my guests, President Carolyn Ringer Lepree. I'm Susan Purnell, and this has been Salisbury University on the Air. Thank you for watching, and here's another look at what's happening on the campus this month.
Hi, I'm Dr. Lynn LaPree, President of Salisbury University, and we are so thrilled to welcome back all our students. We wish them well for a successful fall semester. Hi, I'm Dr. Lynn LaPree, the president of Salisbury University, and you're watching PAC-14, your public access channel. <laughs>